I don't know why people want to hear me, but they do, so I, that's exciting. Let's start off with a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to give you this morning. Lord, I'm going to ask that you open our eyes, open our hearts to hear what you're trying to tell us. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, today, we are going to look, we could probably memorize a whole entire chapter of the Bible. Okay, so if you want to memorize, if you want to tell somebody, I memorized a whole chapter, we might be able to do that. Okay, it is the shortest chapter of the Bible. It's two verses. So we might actually cover a whole entire chapter today and not leave part of it off. Fair, fair enough. We're in Psalms 117. Okay. I know. I finally found a whole chapter I could preach in a in a thirty minute time period. Okay, so we're in Psalms uh, one seventeen. Praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise Him, all ye people, for His merciful kindness is great toward us, and the tr truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. Boy, there's a lot in there. Let's first start off with um, praise the Lord. I don't know how many of you praise the Lord throughout the day, but you need to practice it. There's, we'll get into the chapter here in a minute. There's lots of reasons to praise him. Okay? The thing is that we get so caught up in our life, we overlook the simple fact that we're just to praise him. So I'm going to give you maybe a couple of songs that you can sing to praise the Lord. Then we'll get into why we praise him. And we'll talk about the merciful kindness and all those kinds of things. The first song is found in Psalms 113, verse 3. And it goes similar to this. I've even got sign language with it. Isn't that exciting? Um, I guess we ought to have a children's sermon. We've got children. This is for y'all. Fair, fair enough? Y'all can learn a new song, okay? From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord shall be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord shall be praised. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord shall be prayed. Isn't that a hard song to learn? Isn't that a difficult song? That's a verse. See, you sing a song and you're singing a verse. We should be praising God in everything. All the time praising God. You can even take a, a course like Alleluia 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 
notice when I sing most of the time, and I'm always adding words to it, like, Jesus is my king, 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 or I will praise his name. You're catching on. You can add almost any words that you want to add to that tune. The thing is that we need to develop in us an attitude of praise more than we do anything else. We have a we have a tendency as human beings not to have an attitude of praise. Boy, we complain about everything. You, you don't believe me? L listen to people sometimes. You can you can post a good thing on Facebook. My wife does this sometimes. I don't do Facebook, so I don't know for sure. But you can post a positive thing. We found a stray dog on the road and we helped it. Or you should have left it alone. <laughs> that dog, <laughs> you get all kinds of positives and all kinds of negative things. We should develop an attitude of praise for everything. For everything. It doesn't matter what happens. It is still a moment of praise and blessings. I shared this week in my morning devotionals about breaking a leg and how it was a blessing. It does, see, if God's in charge of our life and God is working in our life, everything that happens has, is, has a potential of being a blessing. Even if we don't see it, it's still a blessing. Okay, it, 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 just, it just works that way. It, there are hundreds of times that it doesn't seem like things are going to work out, and lo and behold, it does. It's a blessing. Your worst day in your life is a blessing because God is in the background working out all of the things. Now, it says all you nations and all you people. Not necessarily just talking about Christians. It, you know, <laughs> there are thousands of things that praise the Lord. The birds in the morning praise the Lord. The whales in the sea praise the Lord. The stars in the heavens praise the Lord. Okay? We ought to make it just a tendency of what? Of praising the Lord. The problem is the enemy comes in and he steals away our joy and he steals away our tries to steal away our blessing and they try to steal us and make us mean old bitter people. We ought to praise the Lord. Now we get into why. And this is where the whole sermon is, okay? So hang on. There's a, a sermon developing here, all right? First of all, we should praise him for his merciful kindness. It is great toward us. His merciful kindness, what in the world is it talking about? God's mercy is extended to everyone that's still alive. Why don't you stop and think about this? You can be the worst sinner that you can possibly imagine. 
You can be a serial killer and, and God's mercy is still extended because why? You're still alive. He's still giving you an opportunity. He's still giving you a chance. He's still giving you breath. He's still giving you all of those things. That's his merciful. Okay, that's his, that's his mercy that he's extending to you. That mercy runs out the day we die. If we are not Christians, that mercy runs out. At that point, he becomes what? Judge. But it says what? His, his merciful kindness. Now, this is a whole different realm for Christians. So let's get into his merciful kindness. His merciful kindness is every promise that God has ever made. Okay? So we ought to praise him for all of his promises. That's just me. How many promises are there in, in the scriptures? Y'all read scriptures sometime, and there's one that it, it all of a sudden it speaks to you, and it becomes a promise. It becomes something you can hang on to. I don't have time in my lifetime to tell you all the promises of God. I can't even list all the promises that God has given me in my lifetime. I've lived 68 years. I have 68 years of promises to go through. So we're not going to cover all of God's promises, but let's cover some of them. Some of God's promises is what? That he will always work, that he always has a plan. Is that not a promise of God? God always has a plan. Romans 8, 28 says he works all things together to give the love the Lord and are called according to his what? His purpose. He's in the process of always working things out in our lives. Isn't that something we ought to praise him about? Everything. Doesn't matter what it is. He's working it out for our best. There are times in our lives that we, we can't see it. He's still working it out for our best. He has a promise that what? He will protect us. He will love us. He will care for us. Talk about, talk about all these promises. Look at all these promises and how they come. He, he's our rescuer. Well, you go, I don't need to be rescued. Yes, you do. Sometimes you need to be rescued from yourself. Have, have you been sitting there thinking dark thoughts and going down a dark trail and feeling sorry for yourself and you have the old woes is me where you want to go out and eat worms, you know, and you're down in the dark. God sometimes comes in and has to rescue us from ourselves. God sometimes comes in and rescues us from danger that we're not even aware of. God sometimes comes down and rescues us and we don't even have the foggiest idea of what was going on. I'll give you an example. It was reported the other day that somebody was breaking into the trailers out there at the park where I live. We live in an RV trailer. And somebody was breaking into them. Well, none of my stuff was bothered. My, my trailer wasn't touched. I didn't even know it was going on. Guess what? God is watching out for us. There's a, there's a verse that says that when he has you boxed in, he has you boxed in for your protection, okay? I, one day I was driving down the road. I had a semi-truck in front of me and a semi-truck beside me and a semi-truck behind me, and I just couldn't go anywhere, and I was boxed in. And that verse came to mind. We came up over a hill, and there was a wreck up over the hill. 
If I had not been boxed in and able to go as fast as I want to, could I have been involved in that wreck? See, the promises of God are enough to praise him for. He promised that he will love us. Love me? He's going to love me? Worthless little old me? He's going to love me in the midst of my sin? He's going to love me no matter how bad I am? He's going to love me no matter what I look like? He's going to love me in spite of myself? Is that not a promise of God? That he's going to love us. Not only is he going to love us, but he's going to keep on loving us. Did you know he can't stop loving us? It's kind of like um, you make a boat or an airplane and, and you love it because it's, it's something you created. God loves you because he created you. He knew what you would be like before you were even born. While you were in your mother's womb, he was still in the process of creating you. Some of us he created a little bit fatter than others, and some of us he created skinny, and some of us tall, and some of us short, but he still did what? Created us. And the Bible says he created us in his image. Isn't that exciting? Look at the promises. The promises are what? He is going to do what? Come again. We don't know when, we don't know how, we don't know where. We just know one day... He says he's coming again. That ought to get you that ought to get you plum dumb excited. He's coming again. He's coming to pick us up. He's coming to rapture us out of this place. He's coming even in our deathbeds to take us home. He will never forsake us or never leave us. Wow! Talk about promises. You want me to see you, you can start praising him. Just because of the merciful promises, the mercy, the kindness, mercy. Because why? All of these things he has fulfilled. The other thing that we can praise God for is what? His what? Truth endureth forever. God's truth never will lack off. Who God is, what God is, it stays on and on and on forever. Let's talk about some of the attributes of God that stays on forever. First of all, he is God. There is nobody equal to him or like him ever. Even the devil is not like God. He is an angel created by God. God is the creator. Okay, that's one of the truths of God is that there's nobody, he is God. That, I mean, that's the biggest truth you can possibly imagine. He is king of king, lord of lords. He is God. He is the ultimate, the ultimate thing we can go to. He's God. The other thing is, he cannot lie. All of the promises we were talking about, all the things that we were talking about, all the things that God said he would do, he has done. And he will do. Okay? That, that right there is exciting. He's God. He can't lie. He can't stop loving us. He created us, like I said before, and he cannot stop loving us. He knows everything. We can't hide anything from God because he already knows it. You may be having a 
see, this is, he knows it so well that you can't even have secret thoughts without him knowing about it. Okay? He knows everything. Because he knows everything, he has wisdom and understanding to help us what? Understand everything. See, we get all caught up in this world and we start chasing money and we start chasing these things and we start trying to do these things. And we ought to just turn to God and say, okay, God, what do I need to do in this situation? How do I get out of the situation that I'm in? What is it that you would have me do? He's God. He knows it all. He wants to share his wisdom with us. Okay? He's also, what? Prepared a way for us to escape the sin in our lives. Before the foundation of the world was created, before he created the earth, he already had in plan to send Jesus to die for our sins. He knew we would be sinful people. He knew we would turn against him. He knew that we would rebel. He knew that we would fall into sin. He knew that we needed a Savior, and he prepared one before the foundation of the earth. Okay? The truth of God. The truth of God is that he is God. The truth of God is he is preparing a place for us. Is that not a truth and a promise? The truth of God is that he will last forever. Is that not an attribute of God? He was before the earth. When the earth is gone, he will still be there. He will be there forever. That is the truth of God. The truth of God is that, like I said, he loves us in spite of our sin. The, the truth of God is that we are on his mind constantly. There's another verse in, in Psalms, on, and he says that he thinks about us every day as much as the grains of sand in the sea. That's a lot of thinking about us. That's more thinking about me about me than I think about Kim. I don't think about Kim that much. I'm, I think about her, but not like grains of sand, you know. Oh, it's lunchtime. I wonder what Kim's doing. Oh, gee, it's 5 o'clock. I wonder if she's going to be coming home early. I, I, I think about her, but not that much. And I love her. Can you imagine the love God has for us to be thinking about us that way? God's word, his word never fails. It never fails. It's always there. And we didn't even talk about the compassion that God has. Why do you think he gives us, extends grace and mercy for us? Because it's in his attributes. God is a creator. Every day, he's creating different things. I've never seen the same sunset twice. I'm sorry. Even a sunset where there's no clouds in the sky is always just a little different than it was the day before. And here's why. The sun has moved. Okay? You can be looking at the same peak, you can be staying in the exact same place, and you can be looking at it, and the sun will be over here or over here, and it won't be in the same place it was yesterday. God is in the process of creating. God is in the process of protecting. God is in the process of being our Father. Isn't that incredible? 
Why should we praise him? Because of his mercies. Why should we praise him? Because of the truth of God. It ought to make us bring a break into song. It doesn't matter what the song is. It, it doesn't even matter if you make it up. It, it doesn't matter as long as you're doing what? Praising God. And praising God will put you in some very strange situations. I'll give you one that I've had. I went to the emergency room because I had COVID and the doctor wanted me to have some kind of infusion. And they put me in this little room in the emergency room and the door was closed and I was sitting there minding my own business waiting for this infusion. And I started singing praise songs. Just different praise songs. Whatever came to mind, I was singing. And man, it seemed to be taking forever for them to come and take care of me. So I kept singing, and I got louder, and I kept singing. Finally, then a nurse came to me, and she said, okay, every time for you do your infusion, I said, what took so long? She said, well, we really didn't want to come in here and do the infusion because of your singing, everybody in the emergency room was feeling better. She says, the whole entire emergency room heard you singing, and it was making everybody feel better, and we didn't want to interrupt. And then I went, Oh, the whole entire emergency room heard me. One of the patients heard me so bad, she said, what's that Christian radio station you're listening to? It doesn't have any music, but it, they're singing all the time. We ought to just what? Praise the Lord. People may think we're crazy. People may think we're dumb. People may look at you when you go, praise the Lord. They're going, what? But we ought to do what? Praise him continuously. If we walked around praising God continuously, we would see the world change. First of all, if people didn't want to hear it, they'd run away from you. <laughs> Second of all, the testimony of God is what? So here's some things, here's some ways that you can practice praising God. I made a list. I made a simple list. Somebody says, hi, how are you? You can say, I'm blessed beyond degree. Isn't that a way of praising God? What are you doing today? I'm praising the Lord. How about you? Okay. You're standing in the grocery line, and you're looking at it. You're going, praise the Lord. Y'all had tomatoes. Just little, simple things. It doesn't have to be a big sermon. It doesn't even have to be a sermonette. You just need to be able to do what? Praise the Lord. Who cares if, if the heathen hear you? They need to hear. I was, uh, anyway, I was doing a wedding, and the couple, I was sitting down and I was talking to the couple, and they told me that they worshiped Odin, the Norse gods. And I said, oh, y'all are pagans. They said, oh, we've got a name for it. We didn't know we were pagans. Okay. Praise the Lord. We need to get in the attitude of praising the Lord. When people walk by you, they need to say, stay away from him. He will praise the Lord. Just stay away from him. Watch out for him. He, he's a Jesus freak. Just watch out for him. Because he's going to tell you what God is doing for him. Because his mercies are unlimited. The truth of God is 
it's ever enduring. Yeah, I'm going to praise God because there's nothing like that in the whole entire world. He, he's better than a pocket on a shirt. Okay? He, he ought to put a smile on your face like a hog has when it's looking at a wave on a slot bucket. He, he's just that good. He is better than anything that you can possibly imagine. And we ought to do what? Praise him unmercifully. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to thank you for this morning. Lord, I want to thank you for this chapter that we were able to finish it. Lord, I praise you and just worship your name, glorifying you in Jesus' sweet name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat>